Well, good afternoon and welcome to the program on this 20th day of September. This is National Voter Registration Day, which I'm sure means there's been nothing but cake and balloons and party favors all day at the Sangamon County Clerk's Office because they're all about the voters and voter registration there. But uh, taking uh, a quick breather from the festivities to join us to talk about voter registration and elections in general is Sangamon County Clerk Don Gray. Don, welcome to the program. It's nice to be here. Thank you. Well, and uh, again, National Voter Registration Day, we got something on this from the State Board of Elections last week, and they talked about how they're going to be doing social media efforts all week long. Uh, tell us why this is uh, an important thing to to promote, to talk about, to encourage voter registration. Yeah, voter registration is the foundation of our electoral system. So, you know, you got to be qualified. you got to be registered if you want to take part in our democratic process. And this offers the opportunity to talk about how important it is and kind of check the status of where you're at in the system. You know, we're fairly blessed here in Sangamon County that we've got a large percentage of registered. But often there can be, you know, uh, they're not registered at the proper address. So they change or they move or have a new name. You know, this allows the opportunity to think about it in advance before an election actually starts. You know, confirm that it's done correctly. And if it is, great. You're ready to rock and roll. And if you're not, uh, we got some time and some options for you to get it correct. You know, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it's my perception that it's honestly, it's never been easier to get registered to vote. We've really kind of streamlined this process. There are multiple opportunities, multiple ways to get this done. So it really isn't a situation where people can say, oh, gosh, it's just it's just too difficult to take care of it. Uh, you can get registered pretty easily. That's true. I mean, we've really gone at great lengths to kind of provide various different routes of opportunity based on the access that you have. So now we've got an online voter registration system that's managed to the state. As long as you have an active Illinois driver's license, you can register to vote online. You can reach that link from our website at county clerk uh, period Sangamon, Illinois or SangamonIL.gov. I'll take you to that link and you'll be able to register to vote. You know, if that's not really your thing, you know, the technology side's a little difficult. You know, we can always facilitate voter registration by mail. You can call the election office at 217-753-8683. We'll make sure that you get a paper application with a return envelope. You can send it to us. And, of course, we always love visitors that come into the office. Feel free to come into the office. we got great staff. Uh, we'll be able to get you registered to vote. Now, I, I want to ask about a couple of particular categories. One is somebody who's been at their address for a while. Now, I'm assuming that if they're voting regularly in, in almost every election or every election, no problem. The registration remains active. They don't have to do anything before the next election. What if it's been a while since somebody has voted? They maybe haven't moved. Maybe they're registered at their address. They just haven't voted for a while. Uh, it's At a certain point, does that registration go dormant? What do people need to know about that? No, it does not. You know, as long as you are still and reside at the address of registration, you know, your status of actually casting a ballot doesn't matter. What matters is if you move and uh, we, get, we get prompted as the authority that that ballot has happened. Um, we have a voter verification program every two years where we send out voter registration cards to every registered voter. If it's returned to us, it starts a suspension process. We've got national change of address data we utilize where we make changes to address. We have, uh, we have a system with the State Board of Elections that, that shares data from other states that you might have moved to that notifies us that you made a change. So, you know, often, often we, can, we can catch those changes like that, even though that the voter in themselves hasn't notified us that they made the change. You know, it's a great integrity control measure. We obviously want to be the most accurate that we can be. 
because it is the foundation to the entire system's administration of records or election. If somebody does move within the county to a new address in Springfield, or maybe moves from Springfield to Chatham, or maybe moves into Sangamon County from a different county, uh, do you find out about that and notify people immediately, or do they have to take the initiative to come seek you out to get registered to vote? We would hope that the voter would seek us out and take steps to make that change. Most commonly, that happens at, the, at a driver's services facility where they're changing their driver's license. They certainly can call us and tell us. But we will eventually catch up to that change. You know, we're all interconnected as county clerks with the State Board of Elections, and we share that data of, of change of address amongst each other on a daily basis and make those changes. You know, in addition to that, that national change of address data that we receive is very powerful on us uh, being up-to-date and accurate in terms of people's migration and movement. So when somebody moves, they go to the post office and say, hey, send my mail to this new address because I live here now. That eventually makes its way to you, and then you're flagged, okay, we've got a, a brand new person at this address, or this person's not at their old address. That's correct, yes. Talking with Sangamon County Clerk Don Gray on this National Voter Registration Day. And, Don, we've heard, you know, anecdotally that around the country uh, there's been a surge in voter registration. Ver various political issues have maybe driven more people uh, to get involved, to make plans to vote. Are we seeing this in Sangamon County? Are registrations up overall? What's the, what's the trend look like? I can't say that we've seen any type of surge. We've been rather consistent over the last couple cycles. We're currently at 134,519 registered voters. You know, depending upon where we're at in the cycle, that'll dip a little bit. There may maybe about four to 5,000, or it'll increase a little bit, a little up to about 2,500 to 3,000. You know, again, when we're in and around those moments of when we're kind of, you know, working the integrity of the voter rolls, you know, confirming that voters live where they're at is where we see kind of those swings. Outside of that, it's been rather consistent. We're a fairly high registered county to start with. You know, we're in the high 70 percentile range, which is really phenomenal, you know, in terms of our peers when it comes to registration. So we don't see these really high fluctuations uh, in either direction. And, of course, now people can register up to and including on Election Day. Uh, just tell me a bit about what, what if, when people get registered at whatever stage of the process, whether they come into your office, do it by mail, et cetera. What documentation do they have to have? What do they need to be able to, to show or to verify in order to get a valid registration on the books? Right. Certainly need to be over the age of 18, need to be a United States citizen, and they have to have two forms of ID. And one of them has to have your current address. Um, and again, you can come in the office, present those IDs. We'll get you registered to vote. You can use the mail-in form. You present the details of those IDs, you know, the numbers that are associated to them. We can get you registered to vote. And, of course, the online system, again, is uh, works under the premise that you have an active Illinois driver's license and you're confirming all of those details uh, up front with the Secretary of State, which is then shared with the State Board of Elections and then with the local authority, including the signature on file. So it kind of completes the whole, the whole cycle. We are rapidly closing in on yet another election day. Tell me about early voting and how that's all unfolding. Right. Next week, uh, Thursday, September 29th, we start. So it's both the start of early voting and any applications for ballots by mail that we received in advance of that date. Uh, so we're, we're prepared and we're ready. You know, we're kind of in the final stages of, testing voter equipment and finishing up uh, the printing of ballots. Uh, we're getting those uh, vote-by-mail uh, requests packaged and ready for the first day of release. 
you know, we had a new service that was instituted called a permanent vote by mail list. We were required to mail every registered voter. We had good success in response, you know, pretty close to about 10 percent of our registered voter uh, rolls made a, made a request to be a part of that list. And we've got a little over 13,000 requests to send out by that alone, about another uh, 1,200 requests just for the ballot to be sent to them for this, just this election. So we're real excited about getting that prepared. And, of course, if, if that's not how you'd like to cast your ballot, you'd like to come to our office in advance of Election Day, you know, we start with a litany of full hours available to you on the 29th all the way through Election Day here at the Election Authority, 200 South 9th Street, Room 101. You know, we have all kinds of varying hours and opportunities during the work weekend on weekends. Uh, to be able to give you an opportunity to cast a ballot. Now, somebody is uh, hearing this and thinking to themselves, oh, my gosh, yeah, I got that in the mail, asking if I wanted to vote by mail, and I wanted to, but I forgot and didn't send it back. Not too late, right? People can still request those ballots by mail. Oh, absolutely. You can still you can still register to be a part of the permanent vote-by-mail list, or you can make a one-time request of our office just for the election on November 8th. So uh, we have an online application for both. Again, go to our website. Uh, you'll be able to accomplish that there or call the election office and we can facilitate a paper application to you. We'll give you that web address one more time here in just a moment. In the meantime, Don, as we're talking about early voting, voting by mail, uh, obviously, and I know you know this, there's been a lot of uh, of talk about election security and are these things all secure and can we trust it here? And I know this is something you work very hard on, but uh, if you would just again kind of uh, give uh, people just the, the quick uh, course in election security and the steps that you and your colleagues around the state go through uh, to ensure that every vote that's cast is a, a proper and appropriate and valid legal vote. Absolutely. It's our top priority. We want to ensure that only those that are qualified uh, are taking part in, in our electoral process and those that are taking part that we have a direct reflection of the ballots that have been cast on the day. So, you know, we, we, look, we work tirelessly to ensure that only those that are entitled and that the proper facilitation of procedures are followed. You know, you should have great confidence in the vote-by-mail process and knowing that, you know, we treat the validation of the signatures of those that make the request of the voter registration very seriously, that we treat the signature comparison checks of the return ballot from vote-by-mail to the registration before we accept and tabulate very seriously. We train heavily to it. We pay attention, lots of attention to it. You know, in addition to that, we're, we're constantly validating those that have an entitlement that want to come in and vote in early voting. The same concept. An application always has to be applied. A signature has to be compared. And it's been a good marker of comparison for us to, to you know, kind of ensure that the person presenting themselves is the correct person. And uh, we'll continue to work hard and make sure that we're giving, you know, Sangamon County and voters the very best. And that we'll educate and always be very transparent. At any time of this process, anyone can come in and witness it all happen. And we'll explain exactly how we do it and why we do it and what they're seeing. And, of course, we'll always have the paper trails uh, behind it. We, you know, we have paper ballots uh, to, you know, to ensure that we have an accountable result, an accurate one in the end. Again, today is National Voter Registration Day. It is a great way to be a full and active participant in our democracy. Don Gray, Sangamon County Clerk, once again, if people want to get more information about registration, about early voting, about all these other issues uh, pertaining to making sure that people can fully participate in our elections, where do they go online? Yeah, really, really great source at our website. It's countyclerk, period, sangamonil.gov. We've transitioned to a .gov platform. It's another security protection 
uh, in terms of you know cybersecurity and any potential site of hacking. So look for the new uh, the new address on, on the website. And in addition, you can call our office at two one seven. Seven five three eight six eight three, and again, that is CountyClerk.SangamonIL.gov. Uh, Don Gray is the Sangamon County Clerk. Don, thanks so much for the time. We do appreciate it. You're welcome, Jim. Thank you very much.